This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to another edition of Happy Hour, and we're coming back to what this originated as, which was us talking about women or non-binary people within the industry. And when I say industry, I'm talking about any beverage, any cocktail, any of the arts of liquid. I'm not liquid arts. Is that weird? <laughs> is that weird comment? Arts. Is, is that a thing? Okay, I'm oh, making it a no. thing today. I'm okay. I'm embracing it. Okay. But yeah, so we're coming back to that, and because it is Hispanic Heritage Month, we thought we, we would go into tequila Um, you like mm, that mm. as a reminder this show is not specifically sponsored by the drink or the uh, alcohol we're talking about today we are sponsored obviously because we do have sponsors and you're listening to them I apologize there's a lot (laughs) Uh, also um, if you are drinking be responsible know your limits do what is good for you but not unhealthy for you we'll keep it at that yeah yeah I'm talking to you Uh Amy what I'm talking to you. Just oh, kidding. okay. Thank you. I appreciate the <laughs> the warning and the concern and care. <laughs> right, you're welcome. I'm here for you. For, but today we are doing a tasting of La Gortona tequila, which was distilled in Valle de Guadalupe, Jalisco. So apparently in this area, they have a lot of red dirt that does some of the most luscious agave out there. Yeah, I said it. Um, and so this distillery and their tequila has been getting a lot of recognition as of late for their authenticity, uh, their practice, and the tasting. Um, So I made you, Annie, go grab some. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) No, I mean, Samantha (laughs) is very kind in that she often gets some of the alcohol in question and drops it out off at my home because she knows I am a hermit and won't go anywhere. 
even though I am within walking distance of, I believe, three uh, liquor stores. <laughs> I will tell you, I had a moment of panic and I almost texted you because I went to the place you told me to go and I could not find it. And I knew you said you'd been there and it was there. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was walking around for like 30 minutes. And then somehow it was right there and I don't know how I never saw it. Um, <laughs> it, it was quite so embarrassing. So I took me a couple of seconds because there's two or three displays of, of tequila. Apparently they have a large... Uh, amount of it, and so I didn't realize they were separate. So I, mm-hmm. I could see it because it took me a second to find it too, and I assumed they didn't have it because it wasn't listed uh, when I looked La Grotona up. So I was like, "Oh, oh, yay! Here it is." Um, and mm-hmm. of course, when it comes to liquor laws and transportation, interstate laws is complicated in the U.S. It's complicated around the world. There's a lot of hoops to go through, but it was a nice surprise to see that it is in Georgia. Um, if you are in Georgia. Yeah, and it was very, the liquor store in question has uh, often they'll have like a rating or like description, and it was very highly rated. As it Uh, should be, mm -hmm. as it should be. So, Mm -hmm. Annie, before we start with some of the background and some of the questions that come along with the conversations that we see with the distiller, um, have you tasted it? I have tasted it. Your thoughts. Give me your notes. Oh, gosh. You know I'm terrible at this. I'm getting better. But, okay, so I did the thing I normally do. Uh, which I believe you also did, which is I took a little, a tiny sip of it straight because I like to try it just straight. And I am currently sipping on essentially a margarita and it's delightful. Like it doesn't, it's got a lot of flavor. It's got a lot of things I really like in a good tequila drink, but it's already in the tequila. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's got kind of a salty note, but it's very, very subtle and it's got a Mm -hmm. lot of kind of almost grassy? I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for, but kind of herbaceous notes or something where it's all very subtle and it's all very smooth and it's easy to drink. But it's exactly what I want a lot of times when I want tequila is that flavor. And it was right there. Right. So it is quite lovely, I think. Yeah, for me, having the initial taste, it definitely, to me, has some peppery and spicy notes. Uh, I really like that. It has like almost a rosemary herby in between that too. I'm like, okay, I get this, I get this. So we're going to talk about some of the other tasting notes that other people have said, including like fruits. I did not get the fruit. It may be just because my palate is not sensitive enough uh, to the finer parts of (laughs) tequila because I'm like, this is definitely tequila. Oh yeah, there's tequila. (laughs) Um, Uh But I definitely did that. And this doesn't burn. Like a lot of tequilas to me need like that lime. I'm like, ah, I gotta gotta get that. This one didn't. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. that came out really clean and almost ended on a sweet note even with that spice. And I really, really like that. It didn't have that dark burning on my tongue that a lot of bad tequilas give me. (laughs) We'll say about that. Yeah, it really didn't. I know smooth is overused, but yeah, it really didn't burn. It was something that was just kind of like, oh, this is nice. This was just nice. (laughs) Yeah, and it did. It felt very, like it tasted natural. I know a lot of tequilas taste very like medicinal as if they added things to it. And I was like, I don't, I don't like this, um, mm-hmm. but this one did not feel have that feel. So one of the tasting notes from Flaviar.com, I hope I'm saying that right. I'm assuming since caviar is like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, one of the things about it, they said the nose and the aroma or the smell of it was subtle with sweet agave notes. I didn't get that. Again, my palate's not as refined, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And then the flavor taste is a very herbaceous vegetable with crispy flavors. And I, I get the crispy. I get the, yeah, that makes sense. 
mm-hmm. after I hear it. I might not have described it myself, but after I hear it, I'm like, yes, okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Um, from winemagazine.com, Kara Newman, one of the reviewers, said, Look for a pale straw hue and a fruity, funky aromas. The palette offers distinct tropical fruit notes, opening with lychee and a faint floral hint, plus a faint waft of ripe banana funk mid-palette. I did not get that either, but that's just me. The finish is long and drying, showing grapefruit peel and pep- pink peppercorn. Definitely peppercorn. Sip or mix into palomas. I love a good paloma. Ooh, right? Me too. Right. I got one of those things. So, <laughs> Well, now I'm like, I need to go take another sip later and see if I can. Can you catch that? Can I pick up? Because I did take a very, very small like, yes. little sip. Yes. I mean, because uh, we were just about early. to do this. And I was like, yeah. Let's not go too far. It's kind of early in this yeah. route, but okay. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. The distributor, the owner, uh, is Ameli Barajas Bacardinas, uh, who started the Raza Azteca, a distillery in uh, Jalisco, Mexico, in 1999. Uh, and what started as uh, making the wish of her father come true, which was to have a tequila named after him, has become kind of her life and her career, uh, with only 8% of the tequila producers being women according to Mexico's Tequila Regulatory Council, which, by the way, certifies the designations of origin of tequila. Then uh, This was as of 2018. She's been trying to change those numbers. 
with the majority of her staff being women. And if you go through all of her history, the majority of women that work and that help produce from uh, gathering and harvesting to uh, the agave to fermenting and processing bottles have been women. Um, and Melly pushes to seek equality within the industry. She talks a lot about the fact that in her area, there are more women than there are men and how they're the ones that are like, yeah, we need these jobs, let's come in. And then realizing, hey, this is a really big thing to have women to be a part of this industry and seeing how the tequila industry in itself is really sexist um, and that she is going on an uphill climb to see her product come out on top, that she's like, you know what, I'm going to bring more and more women in all over my company. Um, in a New York Times article, uh, Barajas Cardenas said, to be a woman in this industry requires a lot of work. It's a man's world. When I started, people told me, a woman in this industry, you will not make it. And I grew off those comments. And I love that. And she did come into knowing that when she started her venture in this industry, she didn't know much. Uh, she apparently was a designer beforehand. And then her father was like, well, I love tequila. I wish I hadn't one. She hooked up with a distillery and, and they made that happen. So it wasn't hers. And then she started growing and then she started really barreling through the industry, wanted to create her own. And she did. It took her a little while, but in 1999, it began. Um, and she did. Again, her methods haven't changed apparently. Like the way they started to where they are today, their process has remained. Um, and of their process, they said it, quote, instead of industrial machines, her distillery uses masonry ovens that are made from the soil where the blue agave is planted. So that red soil um, and this extends the cooking process from eight hours to 24 hours with another 24 hours of resting. Normally, the next steps of fermentation is pushed along with additives and lasts one to two days, but Ms. Barajas Cardenas allows the fermentation to occur naturally which requires nearly one week. All of the packaging components, such as labels, caps, bottles, are made in Mexico. Um, I also read that when they get done with the agave plants, they give it to farmers to uh, feed the animals. So they are really all about uh, making sure that they are sustainable in their practice. Uh, they talked about how their yeah packaging is made, and they have their glass bottles hand-blown by local people. So it's like, damn, the entire... Uh, intent of this tequila is to sustain community. So it seems. Um, and she has kept that practice up. And that's, in fact, I think that's kind of the conversation is that it takes a while uh, to get some of the packaging out. And it's, it's a little more exclusive because of the way they do it um, and keeping it true to what she originated it to be. And it's a delight. You can see it. You can. I love these bottles. I can't, like, these bottles will be collected and kept. I will use them as water pitchers. I don't know about you. <laughs> I, I will tell you they're uh, what I would call anti-proof. Um, oh, I had trouble this morning too trying to open I, it. It's a struggle to open, but I think that's good. I think it's I think it's like way easier than either of us are making it out to be. It's a, yeah, it's a little bit of a you gotta you just you have to open it just right. It's definitely one of those like clasp on top where it's yeah. clasped on by the metal uh, part at the bottom where it flips up and down. I think it's more of my clumsiness. Like, I think it's probably really easy, but I'm so afraid that I'll, like, pop open it. it too hard and it will yeah. spill everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Me too. But, you know, <laughs> I, I loved her process. Like, it started out with an ode to her father, and it's become a business that she's, like, sustaining other women Yeah, in an industry that doesn't welcome women as they should. I think one of the things I really find fascinating is that she 
kind of had this conversation about like, is, you know, for women, it takes a little, us a little slower to get this done, but we know that we're always going to catch up. And I thought that was a, like, and I'm, I'm definitely paraphrasing when she says this. I kind of had a moment of like, are, are women slower or is it just like maybe us, the women there are learning a new trade? So therefore, it takes a minute to figure that out, especially if they've not been welcome in this type of industry in general. So therefore, of mm-hmm. course, learning anything at the beginning takes a bit more time. I don't know. Uh, I found that a controversial statement. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot to be said around who has been given the opportunities um, or who, like, you're not even given maybe, but like seeing themselves in the industry, maybe you think, oh, I I can't do that. I don't see myself there. Or maybe it's, yeah, you get in it and then you're surrounded by all of these obstacles, all these men who are maybe harassing you, so you leave. Like, I think there's just a bunch of other things that have long been in place that we've talked about on this show that have made it seem like there are no women in in the industry, which isn't true, but it does make it harder systemically for a woman to succeed. And especially if, yeah, like when we were talking about with the whole Me Too movement in the beer, the brewing industry, like, to stay in. <laughs> um, right in this environment. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously been a theme as we talk about uh, women in the industry in general. I think it's interesting that she's been able to do as she has done for the last 20 years um, in general. Like, I think she's seen a lot. She's seen the changes. She's seen the outcomes. She's seen the uh, pushback. And she's had that pushback for years. And again, her distillery, her company has been around for a while. And for us to newly discover it as of the last five years, that says a lot in itself as well. Yeah. You know, we know sometimes it takes time to get noticed in general when it's mm-hmm. been this good of a product for so long. And maybe social media did help because I did discover this uh, tequila through t- TikTok. So thanks, TikTok. <laughs> um, and when she talked about uh, women in the industry today, she said in the uh, New York Times, I tell women they can do everything they want to. We are no better or worse than men. It's difficult, but we can definitely do what we want. The sky's the limit. This could be just me reading into it and thinking that this might be a little bit of mis- uh, internalized misogyny in an industry industry that has been pushed back because we've definitely had that conversation where women are not uh, welcomed into this industry. When a woman makes it, there's this whole level of gatekeeping of like, I'm special. And so therefore, and of course, gatekeeping partially due to society placing that uh, type of narrative onto us thinking this is who we are and that our only competition is other women when it's not true at all. We can be uplifting each other completely. So there's a part of that conversation, especially with the older generations. And I say that as I am in the older generation as well. And it took me years to figure that out because as a person in college, I used to be like, I'm not like that girl. She's annoying. You know, like having that mentality as well, not realizing until I was well in my 30s, holy crap, this is not a good stance to have. And why are we uh, like perpetuating this conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a whole different conversation in itself. But this tequila is on point. <laughs> in is. case you need to know. It is uh, distributed uh, all around the world, I believe, in some places. I know I thought I saw Australia has some uh, companies that distribute. But yes, it is, it is 
um, being internationally sold. I believe Canada has access to it as well. Just look them up in the Lagatona, G-R-I-T-O-N-A uh, site to see where it is distributed. Because I would recommend this. I would give this a five out of five. Yeah. That's one of the things when Samantha was like, you should just go get some because you'll like it. Yeah, I did. I was like, you, you'll want this. Go get it. Yeah. I, I don't need to drop it off. Go get your own because you're going to like it. And I did. You are correct. So cheers to you, Samantha. Cheers. Cheers to you, listeners. Cheers to this uh, distiller. And also, just a reminder, we are still looking. We've gotten some yes. applicants isn't the right word. We've gotten some entries names into our names into our <laughs> drawing. Into our drawing for a Sex in the City watch party with us where you're gonna come on the show. It's super easy. Um, I'm very chill. And you'll be on an episode, uh, and you can just uh, have fun with us. And you don't have to have seen the show. I've never seen it. Or you could have seen it a million times. Because I have. That would be fun, too. Or somewhere in between, wherever you are, we would love to have you. So if you're interested, you can find us on all the social medias, our email, um, and just let us know, like, hey, I want to do this. Tag me and coach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, we're looking to do this, to do this soon-ish. Ish. Our calendar is always in flux, but soonish. So don't waste any time, listeners. <laughs> um, you can email us at Steph Media Mom Steph at iHeartMedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Steph I Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you and cheers. Thank you and cheers. And thanks to you for listening. Steph and Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.